0: Good afternoon everybody uneducated economist here let's talk about lumber so for those of you don't know I work at a lumber yard I do retail sales for a living and last Wednesday about five days ago we did a video talking about how there is a slowdown an obvious slowdown taking place in building materials I had talked with three different vendors they all had the exact same thing to say that there is an obvious slowdown on the amount of sales that have happened over the last month and a half two months. And I came out and reported on that experience that we are having it's, as far as the retail slowdown, the vendors are talking about it. We noticed it in the pressure treated market. um talking with my pressure treated vendor, he said that the plate stock this is the mud seal or the very first piece of lumber that goes down on top of a foundation before the before the house gets built. It's like the very first piece of framing, and the amount of plate stock that he is selling has dropped dramatically, like in half. So there is hardly, hardly what was experienced before. I mean, it's like a very dramatic slowdown. Um, And then also some of the people who I have been talking with who have driven past some of these mills saying that the mill yards are stocked with lumber. Like they are stacked up as high as they can get. And that's something that I had reported on as well when I had seen that the mills were reporting on curtailing development on account of the fact that they were stacked up on lumber and couldn't get it away from the mill fast enough. Now I contribute that more to a trucking issue than it was like a backup of sales. But now I'm starting to question that a little bit, especially after the futures dropped dramatically on Friday. Now, Friday was the close of the May 15th, or the May contract, which closes on the 15th, which is actually today, Sunday. So Friday was the last day that contract was gonna be open. And it went from 1,000 per 1,000 down to like 920 per 1,000. This has gotta be one of the biggest one-day drops in lumber, I mean, at least on a per 1,000 basis that I have ever seen. I mean, 80 per 1,000, that's huge. Now what I found interesting is I went and checked the July contract and that is down at 770 per thousand. So not only do we have an 80 per thousand drop down to 920 come Monday, the July contract is going to be at 770 per thousand. That's going to be like another 150 per thousand coming off of the contract or coming off of the futures price on Monday. So that's going to shock A lot of people when they come into work and they fire up their computers and they go and look at the futures price and they see it's at 770 per thousand they're gonna be like whoa what's happening here prices are dumping out hugely and that's gonna send a ripple throughout the rest of the market this is a very odd time to have such a drop in lumber prices we are going into the building season this is the time where you should see more demand for lumber taking place now than just about any time of the season, right? I mean, I guess probably the middle of summer would probably be the biggest demand. That's where you do the most framing, but this is the beginning. Like this is it. This is where we start going into the building season. Of course, here right now the weather is so nasty, it makes sense that there would be a you know, not as much demand for lumber, but still it's just rain and you can frame in the rain there's no reason to have this dramatic of a slowdown going into the building season unless there is a real slowdown taking place. And that is something that, uh, that I think a lot of people were a bit confused about when I had titled that video on Wednesday, because I titled it New Housing Crash, and a lot of people kind of took that as like a new housing crash, like something similar to the Great Financial Crisis but it's new housing, like new construction crash that's taken place. And that's what we're going to experience. There's gonna be a slowdown in the amount of new homes that are gonna get built. Now, if you go and you look at the starts, that's up. And it's up dramatically, like over the last 10 years, I think we have more starts happening right now than just about any time. Uh, Only thing about that is that even though we have a bunch of starts, and the completions are happening, the, the rate of completions to the rate of starts is significantly less. So the amount of homes that are becoming available to actually move into or purchase is not keeping up with the pace of starts. So at some point there will be a flood of houses that come in that match the starts, but we're not quite seeing it yet. And a lot of that has to do with the supply chain breakdown and just the availability or lack of availability of building supplies. That's really holding up these homes from being completed, but that's that's something to keep an eye on for because or an eye out for because really we have to keep an eye out for inventory levels. That's really where the prices are going to be adjusted. I mean prices are going to continue to go up on homes so long as the inventory la- levels stay tight. and a lot of people will argue that because of interest rates going up. And yes, that is true. If the interest rates go up, we are going to see that be very impactful on the buyer because they will not be able to buy as much house or be able to make as much payment if the interest rates go up. The only thing I argue against that is that 30% of the homes right now that are being purchased are being purchased by all cash buyers. They can really care less what the interest rates are if, they are, if they're paying all cash for it. And at 30% of them are willing to pay cash at these prices how likely are they to fall from here? I mean, they can fall, they can drop, they, don't get me wrong. I mean, the, the possibilities are very much in existence that we could have a dramatic slowdown and, and drop in the amount of, or in the price of homes. But I'm not going to see it, or I'm not going to call that until I see inventory levels rising significantly. We haven't seen the foreclosures pick up yet, like we had thought coming off of the moratoriums because we thought once the moratoriums came to an end and everybody was coming out of the forbearance and needed to make up all those back payments or roll that home into a new loan, if they could not do all that stuff, then they were gonna fall into foreclosure. The only thing I argue about that is, is that instead of falling into foreclosure, they could just put their house out for sale. I mean, most likely they did not go underwater over the last year, considering that home prices have gone up so significantly. So the chances of somebody who's coming out of forbearance going into foreclosure is probably not likely considering they can just sell the house. And then another argument is like, how far up can mortgage rates go? And this is coming from the Federal Reserve and the unwinding of their balance sheet. Like if they start selling mortgage-backed securities, then I could see where the mortgage rates could really start going up because they're going to cause the price of those mortgage-backed securities to fall. But if they just allow them to naturally just roll off the balance sheet, like, you know, as people are paying the mortgages or maybe refinancing their mortgage, then that would be a little different from them actually selling. Like if they're selling into the market, then that could like force the prices down. But if they're just allowing it to just naturally roll off, then that wouldn't be them selling, it would just be natural market occurring. And then on that, if there's less people who are refinancing, and less people who are buying homes, like there's less mortgages being written, then there's not as big of a mortgage-backed security market out there. And if you have investors who are looking for a return, well, generally most people will make their mortgage payments. So buying a mortgage-backed security generally is a safe safe investment. Now, we learned a lesson from the toxic mortgage-backed securities from back during the great financial crisis, but things aren't quite the same as like they used to be. The people who are taking out mortgages now are much more qualified to make those payments so if you're an investor who's looking for a return mortgage-backed securities could be a fairly safe place to go to and if the interest rates are high enough on them well then that makes it somewhat of a safe return or a safe investment and so you might find that even though the Federal Reserve isn't printing money and buying into the mortgage-backed security market because of the lack of available or the lack of available mortgage-backed securities because there's less mortgages being written that might find that there's enough investors out there buying into those mortgage backed securities to keep the prices elevated and the interest rates low. But that's just that's just a guess. We got to see what happens here as the Federal Reserve continues to raise the rates. But as far as lumber prices go, I think if we see the lumber prices on Monday go to that 750 per 1000 or stay in the 700s and then Continue on as the contract comes closer to completion as far as July goes if this stays in that 700 per thousand you're gonna see prices on lumber dump out Dramatically and you're probably gonna have a unique buying opportunity right in the middle of winter or right in the middle of summer <clears> they <throat> very, very probably not too far off from what we experienced last year You know because the prices dumped out in the middle of, of summer last year, too, so Yeah, it could be very similar to that. All right, I'm going to go get something to eat. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.